Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. Tonight, I'm being joined on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Maddie Ryan. How you doing tonight? Good, John. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for making this work. Thank you. So before we get to your introduction, who is in studio with you tonight? Uh, my band members are with me tonight. So we have Alex Sennett on guitar. Yo, yo. Hello. Hello, John. Good to be back. Yeah, long time no see. We're yeah. going to get to that in a moment. <laughs> we have Charles Greenwood, who's hello. the drummer. Hello, hello. Hello, Charles. And we have Billy Trone, who is Mr. Bassman. Hello. Hello. So, Maddie, introduce yourself to us. How did you get here? How did I get here? Oh, that's a long story. (laughs) Well, who is Maddie Ryan? Let's start with that. Well, I am a singer-songwriter from Methuen, Massachusetts. I grew up singing. I was singing on top of coffee tables when I was younger, so my parents had to help me find some sort of outlet. They took me to voice lessons, piano lessons. I did all the choirs I could, theater, everything, acapella groups, until I started playing out. I started with some cover gigs kind of all around the New England area. And then it grew into me writing my own music. And that is fantastic. just released it. What is the website, the socials, if somebody wants to follow you tonight, how can they do that? My website is maddieryan.com. I know there's so many ways to spell Maddie, but the way I do it is m-a-d-d-i-r-y-a-n.com. And if you want to find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want, it's uh, Maddie Ryan Music. At Maddie Ryan Music. Very cool. And just last month, you dropped your debut EP. Give us the details on that. This is kind of the first collection of songs I'm throwing out into the world. I titled it Growing Pains because these are songs that I wrote a while back. Some of them are from when I was a teenager. Some of them are from a couple years ago. And they're just kind of a collection of me growing up. So I wanted to kind of put that out first, some of my earlier stuff. So I'm really, really excited about it. I worked with an amazing team on this. The producer was Anthony Resta out in L.A. He was amazing to work with, and Cariotti mixed it. Incredible. I'm just so happy that I finally have my own music out. So we are coming to uh, close to the end of 2023. I imagine lots of promotional plans are in place for 2024. Give us a tease of what can we expect from you towards the end of this year and into next year. Uh, More shows and possibly some new music. All right. I like that. Speaking of new music, we're going to hear some live stuff tonight. Let's start off with something off the EP. What are we uh, what are we listening to you guys play first? Let's go right down the EP. So this first one's called Wilderness. All right. Let's hear it. Maddie Ryan and the band live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It was quiet. 
Birds are flying, winter's almost here I was sober in that moment of time No worries clouding this fleeting clarity of mine Not quite here, not quite gone Felt like this road so long I was in the wilderness Shades of green and then the surface What could be Not really sure if this road I'm on Hoping one day my fears will be long gone And I'll get out of the wilderness Escape this unknown mess Worries Maddie Ryan live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. We have the full band in studio, kind of a stripped down version of the full band tonight because I've seen you live and you, you, you guys can rock when you want to. But <laughs> talk about Wilderness. How did that song happen? Wilderness uh, was a song I wrote in 2020. I was a senior at Boston University and obviously we all know what happened in 2020. COVID hit. I didn't really know what I was going to do after because I wanted to do music and the world was shut down. So I kind of wrote this song as... A little bit of therapy, I guess. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where my road's going to lead me, but I hope it's a good one. You talked in the first segment here about starting off singing on coffee tables and things <laughs> like that. What is your very first music memory? Oh, my gosh. Well, in my house, everybody was always singing. My mom was always singing. My dad was always singing. So probably my mom just singing songs to me in the car or while she was cooking. And I just I loved it. 
I have a memory of her singing Linger by the Cranberries. That was one of her favorite songs. She always used to sing it. And we, we play it now because it's so stuck in my head. But yeah, that's one of my earliest memories of me and my mom singing the Cranberries. What is the moment that you realized music is in your blood and you were going to be uh, doing this for a while? Ooh, there were so many moments. I think just the first time I sat down to write a song and I was like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. This is so cathartic. This is all my emotion coming forward. And I think I just really fell in love with that feeling. And I'm like, I need to do this for the rest of my life. So it's the height of COVID. You mentioned you're at Boston University. You're, you're writing songs. Mm-hmm. When did it go from just a hobby to being a career? I think just along the way, as I did more gigs and I wrote more songs, I just fell in love with it even more. And I was like, this is what I need to do. I don't want to sit in an office. I want to be on a stage. And what changed about your confidence level after you had that realization? I just kind of like had a moment where I was like, you know what? I need to go full force into this and I can't let anything hold me back. So if I'm going to do it, I need to do it. So I have to ask too, like once that moment hit you, like once you said, okay, this is something I have to do, how long was it before that moment until you actually started doing it? Ooh, uh, not that long. I guess I up and decided one day, like, this is what I'm going to do. I love this feeling. I don't ever want it to go away. So I told my mom, I was like, hey, like, I'm going to do this. And they were behind me 100%. Because, you know, sometimes when you tell parents you're going to do music, they're like, I don't know about this. But my parents were super, super supportive. So I think once I had that going, it gave me even more confidence to just jump right in. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because I've had this conversation with hundreds of musicians since I've been doing this radio show. And it seems like music and like anything relative to like the entertainment business, you get the question, what's your backup plan? Yeah. And there's no other profession where somebody's going to ask you, like, if you say, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, I want to be an accountant. Nobody's going to say, what's your backup plan? It's just anything to do with something that's fun. Mm-hmm. Radio, for example, is a, is a one that you know, I get that you know, millions of times. What's your backup plan if this doesn't work out? <laughs> Actually, funny enough, I wanted to be a lawyer for the longest time. And then I did an uh, internship in entertainment law, which was super cool. But I was like, you know what? I really want to be on the other side. I want to be on the artist side. But it was so cool to understand like, the law side of that. And it does help because you can get yourself in dangerous situations if you don't know. Exactly. You know, how things work, you know, on the other side, so. Exactly. Well, let's do more music. What are we listening to next for Maddie Ryan and the band? Uh, we're going to go, like I said, right down the EP, so the next would be my song called Miss You. Maddie Ryan, live on the tiny stage with the band, 95.9 WATD. Sun. Don't shine like it used to And the birds Sing softer than never before And the grass Don't look like it used to And the chair is empty on my front porch. You never said life would be easy with your cigar. 
to bring back those good days but like it goes the good ones are gone too soon I still remember all those lessons you taught me I just pull out the picture of you You never said that would be easy With your cigar in tow Always told me to fly But this time it was you Who needed to go And I miss you Natty Ryan live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD with her band, Miss You, the second track off the EP, the live version played in studio tonight. Talk about that song. How did Miss You happen? That song is one of the most special songs to me that I've written. It's about my grandfather, my Jiddu. I'm Lebanese, so I called him Jiddu. He passed away about seven years ago this year. He passed away the day after Christmas, which was pretty sad for my entire family, but I was very, very close with him. He was like my best friend. I saw him almost every single day of my life. And so this was just a song to let him know how much I missed him. And I hope when people listen to it, they think of people they lost or just people who are far away that they miss and just kind of think of all the good things about them. Whether it's grievance, whether it's getting through a a difficult situation in life, any situation in life, music is usually that like one outlet that people can really use, not just the person writing it, but the person listening to it. How has music gotten you through difficult times in life? Music is just what I lean on all the time. So whether I'm sad, it helps me. Whether I'm happy, it keeps my mood boosted. It's just been that thing that's always there, that constant. Whether I'm writing, whether I'm listening, whether I'm playing, it keeps me sane. (laughs) Plain and simple. So I want to go back in time for just a moment here. You know, it's towards the end of the COVID emergency. Restrictions are lifting. Talk about the early days of Maddie Ryan on stage. What was performing like in the early days of your career? Oh, it was a lot of me learning. A lot of me learning how to 
interact with a crowd, how to play with a band, how to just be an entertainer. Because for many years, I'd sit in my room and I'd play my guitar, and that's one thing. But when you're on a stage in front of people, I feel like that's a whole different animal. So you have like hundreds of people staring at you, and you have to be like, hey guys, what's up? Like, kind of create the atmosphere. And that's kind of what I've learned from actually playing gigs out. I know you know this from playing in this area for as long as you have, but there is just so much talent in this particular area alone, the South Shore, not to mention Boston and all of New England. How did you find your place in this community? Oh, my gosh. Like you said, there are so many, so many talented people who I am very lucky to know and be friends with. I think I kind of found my place by knowing people who knew people, like even the people in this room. I was playing with another guitarist at the time, and we needed a drummer. And so he was like, oh, I know this guy named Chucky Greenwood. I was like, okay, bring him in. We had a practice. That was what, Chucky, like almost five years ago? About five years ago, yeah. And uh, he's never left since, and we are now engaged, so he can't <laughs> ever leave now. Thank you. <laughs> um, he has to stick with me. Yes. Um, and then Chucky actually went to Berkeley College of Music with Alex, and they had been friends for years. And so when the other guitarist kind of went his own way, Chucky was like, well, I know this guy named Alex. He's one of my good friends. I was like, all right, bring him in. And we have Alex. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact about Alex, Alex was one of the very, very first guests on this show. And I, I was, yeah. get to that later on in the show. But cool. yeah, you were like, what, 14 <laughs> yeah, at the time? Yeah, maybe? I, was a, I was a young kid, young lad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was an opportunity to take hold back then, and it was great. Yeah, so just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Happy the, that you're here. And the bass man, how did he come into the band? Uh, Billy, we actually worked with him for uh, quite a few years in a different capacity. He is an excellent sound man. Uh, Loretta's Last Call, one of the venues we play a lot. He works sound there, and uh, we needed a bassist, and we knew Billy. So we were like, Billy, hop on in. And that's how we found Billy. Sounds great. You guys all sound amazing together. Thank you. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to get to, more songs to share as well. Maddie Ryan and the band live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Stick around. We're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. I'm John Shea. We're being joined in studio tonight by Maddie Ryan and the full band. Maddie, how you doing? Good, John. How are you? I am great. Thank you again for making this work. I know you guys are, are kind of squeezing this in in the middle of a whole bunch of crazy activities. No, thank you for squeezing us in. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. So who's in studio with you tonight? We've got, we got a bunch of guys here. I have my band members. I have Alex Sennett, guitarist. Hello. I have Charles Greenwood, drummer. Hello. And I have Billy Trone, bassist. Hello. Fantastic. Let's talk to the band for a second here. Whoever wants to go first, but tell us about your musical background. How did you get to be where you are today? Uh, I'll kick things off here, I guess. Man, musical background goes back to my first memories. Just always been playing music. My mom's a musician, and it's just something that I I just fell into, you know, and... um, Always loved it. Never turned back. Never had a backup plan. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, so far, it's been worth it. So That's great. And that's yeah. Alex. Yep. Yeah, this is me, uh, Charles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been playing drums since I was a, a little kid. My dad's a drummer. And uh, I'm just kind of raised in that environment. And this is Billy. I grew up with uh, both my parents met at music school. So it was always around the house. And 
Been doing it ever since. And well, Billy, I have to I ask. I didn't know that about you. Your parents met at music school. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. Billy, what's your favorite bass player joke? Um, that we matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a new EP that came out uh, back in October. Give us the information on that. Uh, my EP is called Growing Pains. It's available to listen to anywhere you stream music. It's five songs. I think it's pretty cool. I think you should check it out. I love it. Sounds amazing. You gave me a hard copy on CD, which is even better. Yeah, retro. Exactly. Any vinyl coming? <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. Very cool. And uh, there are some shows coming up later on in November. So give us the information on that. There are some shows. So on the 16th, uh, Chucky and I are going to be at Stats in Southie from 7 to 11. On the 18th, we're going to be at Tempo in Waltham from 9 to 12, full band. On the 24th, we're going to be at Capo Supper Club from 7 to 10 with the full band. And on the 30th, we're going to be back again at Capo from 9 to midnight with the full band. Fantastic. And if people want to follow you and stay up to date with all the show dates, where can they go? They can find me at MaddieRyan.com. Maddie is M-A-D-D-I-R-Y-A-N.com. Or at Maddie Ryan Music, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Fantastic. Let's continue with the music. We're going down the list of tracks in order of the CD. So mm-hmm. what are we listening to next? Next, you're going to hear Lonely. All right. Maddie Ryan live in studio with the band 95.9 WATD. That you want me cause I move on You only want me when you're lonely Don't want me so you call me Play my heart like a game Please leave me broken again You only want me when I'm lonely So that you know you're the only Nobody else wants me You call me a friend I guess things never end Again, feelings coming back so strong Then you talk about that girl you love for so long But in the end, I know that you want me Cause she's moved on You only want me when you're lonely No, I'm this who you call me Play my heart like a game Please leave me broken again You only want me when I'm lonely So that you know you're the only Nobody else wants me You call me a friend Never 
Maddie Ryan live on the tiny stage, sounding amazing tonight with the full band, Lonely. Talk about that song. How did that happen? That song I wrote when I was a teenager. And as all teen girls go through, you have some teenage angst with some boys. And uh, this song kind of came out of that. When you write a song about somebody, do they know it's about them? This particular song, they do know. Okay. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about songwriting since we're on the subject here how did songwriting first become part of your life i know you said you you kind of realized this is what you wanted to do after you started songwriting honestly i just kept playing around with it like i started playing piano and then i started singing and then i started kind of like writing little songs on my piano then i taught myself guitar from like youtube and i started kind of playing songs i liked and then trying to figure out chords and melodies and all that kind of stuff And then I had a laptop and I was playing around with GarageBand and then Logic and I just create little things all the time or sing things into my phone and it kind of just grew from there. How do you think your writing has evolved over time? I think it's definitely matured and I think structurally it's matured too. I kind of go in with a certain structure usually when I write. So I think my process has evolved and that's helped my songwriting evolve. So if you could go back in time and tell your younger self some advice about either songwriting or just musicianship, what would you say to her? It is a marathon, not a race. I know instant gratification is something that nowadays everybody just wants, but my mom always told me it's a marathon, not a race. So just let things come. Things take time. You need to work at it. Even though I'm not really always that good at recognizing that, I try to remind myself of that all the time. So I would tell my younger self that too. So when did you realize it was time to go into the studio and put these songs down? Yeah, I had these songs. I had been just playing them for my friends and my family. And right before COVID is when we recorded the first song. I'm like, you know what? I just need to do it. I just need to go into the studio. I need to record these. I just need to put them out. Even if it's just for me, I just need to do this. It was just kind of like screaming. I was like, it's time. I just got to just got to do it. This is a question for everyone. What's a song you wish you had written? Ooh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Can somebody else start? I have to think for a second. <laughs> I need a few minutes. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I really love like anything by Fleetwood Mac or like Joni Mitchell. Yes, I would agree with that too. So like I love Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. I think that one or like The Chain by Fleetwood Mac or probably those two. I can't pick. I see Alex making faces in there. Yeah, I got one. Stumbled upon one. <laughs> Hotel California. I don't know if I really would have liked to have written it, but it would have been cool to be there with them when they wrote the song, you know? And I don't know. I just like that song. I have two words. Contact high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He loves playing the solo on that when we play that. <laughs> playing that one a long time. A long time. It's a special one. I would probably go uh, Keep It Greasy by Frank Zappa. Ooh. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Zappa boy. <laughs> he is a Zappa boy. He got me into Zappa, so anybody can do it. I love Zappa. Yeah. Zappa's great. Mm-hmm. And last but not least. I think he was serious with the happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> happy, birthday? happy birthday. Okay. I'll take happy birthday. You'd be rich. <laughs> Let's continue with your music. What are we listening to next? Uh, next, you're going to hear Nothing Better. Maddie Ryan and the full band live in studio, 95.9 WATD.
tell you all the different ways you're making my heart erase. I wanna show you just what it takes to not learn the hard way. There's too many people in the world being upset next. Too many people in the world living with regret. So I tell you once, then I tell you twice that I love you more. And it's all alright, cause it's So hold me, then my head there on your shoulder with told me that I will love you too. tell you about all the different people I've been in every past life. Cause if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here staring into your eyes. Cause
Maddie Ryan and the band live in studio tonight, sounding great here on the tiny stage. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Nothing Better is actually the only co-write on the EP. It is a love song, and I wrote it with Charles, the drummer. That fits. There. That's me. It does fit. Uh, I wrote the first verse in the chorus. I showed it to him. And I was like, do you want to write the rest of this? Because I've never really written love songs and I don't think I'm that good by myself and I need you. So we wrote it together and it ended up making the cut for the EP. And it sounds great. Thank you. Speaking of the EP, let's talk about that. You you worked with the uh, the legendary Anthony Resta out in L.A. Talk yes. about that experience. It was so awesome. Anthony <laughs> is a genius. He comes up with things you would never even think of. So for some of the songs, we recorded them in L.A. at a studio in Laurel Canyon. And for some of them, because of COVID, we had to record them remotely at Chucky's studio at Mother's Music Company in Pelham, New Hampshire. So Lonely, we did right before the pandemic. So we were in L.A., Wilderness, and Cruel to Myself, we did remotely and Nothing Better. And then Miss You, we went to L.A. end of October last year and recorded it. So these songs have been a few years in the making, but... It's amazing to work with Anthony and Cariotti. They're just incredible people, and they just know exactly what to do. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. So how many songs did you have going into the project, and how did you narrow them down to what made the final cut? Ooh, a lot. A lot is the answer. I kind of started adding on as I went. I was like, okay, I'm just going to record Lonely. And then I had Wilderness and Cruel to Myself. And I'm like, okay, I'll add those three. And then I was going to put that out. I'm like, no, I think it needs a few more. So I wrote, Nothing Better with Charles, and then we recorded that one. And then I had Miss You that I had written a few years ago. And I was like, you know what? I really need to record this one for my grandfather. And that kind of topped it off, kind of put the bow on it. When you're playing live, it's a whole different animal than actually going into the studio. How did you adapt your original songs for the studio as opposed to the stage? Ooh, Sometimes the delivery is a little bit different in the studio than it is on stage. Like there's different emotions when you're in a, like a dimly lit studio, just singing to the track and the instrumental. And then when you're in front of a crowd and you're feeling that energy, I think it's just a shift in energy that makes the song come across differently. I don't think either one is necessarily better or worse than the other. I think it's just a different energy that you feel when you're singing it. Great answer. When you're playing live or when you're in the studio, if you drop the pick inside of your guitar, what's your favorite way to get it out? (laughs) I am probably shaking the guitar, which I've done a lot. And these guys can attest to it. (laughs) It's usually just like with the end of my strings because I break strings a lot. At least once a gig, I will break a string. So, oh yeah, it's a whole thing. (laughs) And Alex, how about you? When you're playing acoustic, how do you get the pick out? I uh, typically don't use a pick, actually, when I play acoustic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Smart guy. But yeah, you just give it one <laughs> one quick flick and rotate. It's a, it's a you know, technique to it. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Let's uh, continue with the music uh, off the EP. What are we listening to next? This is the last song on the EP, and this one's called Crew to Myself. All right, we got the live version. Maddie Ryan and her band live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We are on the tiny stage. Couldn't hurt me 
Cruel to Myself, Maddie Ryan, 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage tonight playing live with the band. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? That song was also a song I wrote during the pandemic. I think I wrote it in like 10 or 15 minutes sitting at my dining room table. Kind of also just a song about kind of talking to yourself. And uh, I have struggled with anxiety for a number of years. And I like to deal with things on my own, mostly because I think I'm a little stubborn. And so when that happens, I'm just like, leave me alone. I want to be able to work through things myself. So that's kind of like, yeah, maybe sometimes it feels like I'm cruel to myself, but I'm going to work through it. Just kind of let me do my thing. So that's where that song kind of came from. And it sounds like it's obviously working. (laughs) (laughs) I would say so. Well, let's talk about live performing for a moment here. If somebody is seeing you live, what can they expect? They can expect a lot of energy, just a fun time, just to feel good and forget about their worries and just come out and relax, take a deep breath, have a good time, dance around. Well, speaking of live performing, remind us of the upcoming dates that you have, because there's a couple this month. Yes, there are a couple this month that are coming up. So on the 
16th, we're going to be at Stats in South Boston from 7 to 11. That's just Chucky and I. On the 18th, we're going to be at Tempo in Waltham, full band, 9 to 12. On the 24th, we're going to be at the Supper Club at Capo from 7 to 10, full band. And on November 30th, we're going to be at Capo again, 9 to midnight, full band. Fantastic. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song, and we'll get to that in just a few moments right here on the Tiny Stage. 95.9 WATD brought to you, as always, by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio tonight. For the final time by Maddie Ryan. How you doing? Good. Introduce yourself one final time and introduce the band as well. Hey everybody, my name is Maddie Ryan. I'm a singer-songwriter from the Boston area. You can find me at MaddieRyan.com, M-A-D-D-I-R-Y-A-N, or at Maddie Ryan Music, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. I have in studio my band with me, Alex Sennett on the guitar. Yo, yo. Charles Greenwood on drums. Hello. And Billy Trone on bass. Hello, Billy. (laughs) And the EP that came out back in October. Yes, it came out on October 14th. It's called Growing Pains, and it's my debut EP, and it has five songs on it. Fantastic. And I want to just throw Alex on the mic there for just a second here, because you were one of the very first performers we had on the show way, way back in like 2011. So it's good to have you back. (laughs) What was the band back then? It was like Political Extinction? Political Extinction, yeah. (laughs) Me and my buddy Tyler Chia, I don't know if you remember Tyler. Yeah. Um, We started it. Um, when we were in middle school, and we couldn't figure out a band name. So I remember Mr. Chio, he was reading the newspaper. He's like, here you go. There's a there's title that says Political Extinction. We're like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Like, let's let's do that. But then we did a battle of the bands once, and we were announced as the Political Exterminators. Ah, yes. It, we had to do something. So <laughs> we eventually changed the name to Risky Business Band. And, uh, we yeah, we had, geez, I don't know, three or four Solid songs out. Yeah. Then we all went to school and kind of went different ways. And Any, like, 10-year reunion planned or anything like you that? You know, we've talked about it. Everyone's in different parts of the, of the country right now, so it's kind of impossible. But, yeah, fortunate for those memories and experiences that we had. It was, it was, it was great. Sounds great. You guys yeah. were awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maddie, I have to ask, too, you know, with, with everything going on right now and mm-hmm. the music is changing at any given moment, things are happening constantly with, 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 the, with the business. But being a strong woman currently in the music business, what do you think right now is being done right? And what do you think needs improving to make the community equal and welcoming to everyone? Ooh, that's a tough question. I think there's a lot of things that are going right. I think that The community, the sense of community in the Boston music scene is incredible. Everybody that I've met so far has been so supportive and so nice. People like yourself, John. Thank you. I know a lot of other people in the circuit. I think the guys would agree. We have a lot of music friends, so that's really awesome. What advice would you give to another female songwriter just getting her feet wet? Just do it. Don't let you hold you back. Just don't get in your head about if you're good enough, if you're this, if you're that. Just do it. And present company excluded, obviously. Advice from a female musician working with male musicians. What would you say? It's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that bad. I've always just had a lot of guy friends, and that's just how I've been. So just hanging out with the guys is just what I've always been used to. So even Alex, the other night we were talking, and he's like, I just always, like, you're one of the guys. (laughs) Like, 
I think I said something that was slightly girly, and he was like, oh, I never thought of that. You're just one of the guys. (laughs) (laughs) But I think just don't let that phase you. Just be confident in yourself, and other good people will find you. Great advice. That's Maddie Ryan, the whole band in the studio tonight. Before we hit our last song, any final words you want to share? Thank you so much for having us, John. Oh, my this pleasure. Is, this is awesome. This is such a cool experience getting to come in here and uh, record songs live in the studio. It feels really good. Thank you. Appreciate that. You guys sound all sound amazing tonight. What's our final song going to be? Final song is a cover song, and it's one of my favorite songs of all time. This one's called Fast Car. Before you play the song, I have to ask, did you think there was any chance in hell that song would be a number one song? I did. You did? Okay. I, I love the song. I think... Tracy Chapman is just incredible. She is phenomenal. I love her music. And I believe she is the only female to have a number one country song in the history of the Hot 100. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, because Luke Combs just came out with a cover of Right, exactly. And that hit yeah. number one. Good for her. I yeah, love Tracy exactly. <laughs> Guys, thank you again. Get home safely. Uh, best of luck with everything, with the EP, with all the upcoming shows, with thank all uh, future projects. Thanks, John. Thank Thanks, you so much. John. And hopefully we can have you back sometime soon. Definitely. The final song, one more time, is what? Fast Car. 95.9 WATD. We have Maddie Ryan in studio.
Counting ourselves, you still ain't got a job I work in the market, check out girl And I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted We'll move out of the shelter Leave tonight or live and die this way 